0: You know, you spend so much time sitting at a desk, maybe you should think about standing
1: at a desk. God, that is so true. I am actually really excited about Uplift Desk. You get to choose so many things, like the color of the desktop, the size of the desktop, and they have so many standing desks. I move around all day to get all the different things done between the podcast and real job, etc. So this Uplift Standing Desk, super excited about
0: and we should also point out if you've never used a standing desk they move so you don't have to always stand
1: in fact they recommend that you should spend about 45 minutes of every hour standing 15 minutes sitting because if you spend too much time you'll strain your back i also love the fact that they include free shipping they have free a warranty a 15 year warranty not to mention accessories with your desk purchase
0: and don't worry they don't wobble it's it's completely stable. It's built to last. And you can tell with a 15-year warranty.
1: If you want to look into yours, go to upliftdesk.com TCO. You're going to get 5% off your order.
0: That's upliftdesk.com slash TCO to get 5% off your entire order. It's more than just your output, more than a bike, when you hear your shout out, you know it's alright, put on your magic pants, and let's go, we're cruising into the power zone, clip in, set yourself free, come on and take a ride.
1: Welcome to The clip out episode 108. This is Crystal O'Keefe.
0: And this is Tom O'Keefe, gearing up for vacation. Yes! Always silly when we're getting ready to leave.
1: We are. So we
0: don't, We. I guess we should just say up front, we don't know.
1: We if, have no idea if we're doing an episode next yeah. week. There may not be one.
0: So, but there might be. We don't know. But
1: and it may or may not have an interview attached. Like yeah. we might just we might just do a news segment. Who knows? We so, don't we don't know. We're yeah. we're taking some stuff with us. Because <laughs> I have
0: to do something big and important for my other podcast. Yes. And so I'm since like,
1: we'll have it, we'll see what go what yeah. happens. So <laughs>
0: if you hear an episode next week and it's I'm drunk it's yeah, it sounds like <laughs> we're tan and drunk, that's why. <laughs> just putting that on front street. <laughs> so uh what do you have in store for people this week? I know that Dying to know
1: <laughs> Well uh, we have Some instructor news uh, We have a whole lot of drama And uh, in our amazing Interview with Paula and Debbie Erickson Long awaited inter- inter- interview And uh, that's that's About it which sounds short but I don't think it's Gonna be no not when we're involved No we're chatty <laughs> what I thought You were gonna say we're chatty Kathy's. I
0: was going to And then I was like well I dated like four girls Named Kathy, so I thought <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> Shouldn't say that. So I called good myself. Call, good call. And then I couldn't think of another name that matched up with chatty effectively.
1: <laughs> chatty
0: Patties. But now we sound like hamburgers. We sound like talking hamburgers. So I can't do that. So I don't know.
1: Okay. We should also give a disclaimer that it's really early in the morning.
0: Yes. we are Really early. We are taping very early. So we're both uh, slap happy and uh, sleepy. We're sleep happy. Yeah. Sure Sure. So uh, shameless plugs (laughs) Don't forget We're available on Apple Podcasts Where you can go Rate, review, subscribe Before we get into the drama We should probably tackle Some of our own We had a Mm -hmm. review I don't normally read The reviews I read them In chronological order some people might have figured that out by now And I just kind of slowly go up the line And uh, we typically skip the negative ones Because like, okay, some people don't like us, whatever Like, Yeah, uh, yeah like that's we fine. get that, we're not yeah. for everybody and, uh, uh, and it just seems weird To read those yeah. so. <laughs> But they exist, you know But this one had some weird accusations Yeah, so
1: So we needed to tackle those So we
0: thought we would tackle that Because we're
1: just, very transparent Yeah, we
0: like to just, <laughs> you know So uh, this is from Ari 0123 whatever that means
1: yeah we don't know who that is
0: if it means anything i couldn't quite put my finger on what was so off with this podcast oh there's a lot you get know, this is an embarrassment of riches of things you could choose from that's off with us <laughs> me <laughs> who are we kidding uh
1: you're it, off the bike <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it was more than just the bad joke well now we just know the person's crazy yeah bad jokes what <laughs> oh do you think he means you
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the rumors that the co-host slash husband doesn't ride and actually makes fun of riders Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait Hard
0: stop yeah. So <laughs> first off, let me address your rumors uh, Yeah, I don't like, yeah, It's I,
1: not a rumor Like yeah. we've been very upfront with that okay. I I mean, I feel like this person doesn't even listen Yeah,
0: like if I say I don't ride the bike, then that's not a rumor That's, that's like, just a that's fact I don't ride the bike And If I were making fun of riders first off I think people would like Would have punched me in the face when I Went to homecoming yeah Or HRI or what You know walked into the store Plus um
1: I'm Married to a rider (laughs) Yeah and that's just ridiculous We wouldn't do this podcast if You thought that it was dumb for all of us To be exercising and yes you it's not For you right but but you don't Care
0: I like (laughs) I look at it like eating vegetables. I wish I ate vegetables, but I can't get them down. Right. So, But I know that the people who eat vegetables are doing better than me.
1: Right. I mean, it's just, it's whatever. Yeah. So it's not a rumor.
0: So but here's the, the and, and honestly, up to that, we would have just ignored it. Yes. But this yes, is the next absolutely. part that that we wanted to address. So uh, this is 100% an act, meaning you and me. What? Uh, yeah. Crystal and her clique.
1: Who's my clique?
0: I, I don't know. Me. Are you my uh, click? I will.
1: Well, we uh, do click. We
0: do. Uh, have been leading the mob of angry people who say really hurtful things about Brad.
1: I I do?
0: Apparently. You've
1: when did this, I say you've anything? You've
0: been doing this all behind my back, honey. <laughs> uh, but since he's made the news and she realizes uh, he isn't going anywhere, she's decided to become his bestie.
1: Well, Brad and I aren't besties. I mean, I think Brad's just fine, but, yeah. but yeah, like, I never claimed he was my bestie.
0: I was like, it's weird that they put the word become in quotes. Like, <laughs> that they put that in quotes? Yeah, like, she's decided to, air quotes, become his bestie. Like, you would think if you're going to put air quotes on something, you'd put it around bestie? Yeah. but Or the whole phrase? Maybe
1: they bestie? don't understand air quotes. I
0: don't know. I mean, I guess technically they're not air quotes. because They also they are didn't understand
1: rumor, so maybe. Quote quotes, but... <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, I don't care whether you like or have an irrational hatred for the guy However, it's 100% disgusting to see someone go from spewing slash leading others to spew hate to pretend they're besties with no apology Uh, She's even scrubbed the clip out of posts she made attacking him after he was highlighted on the news Okay, so I think the post he's talking about
1: Is the Wall Street Journal post Is the
0: Wall Street Journal post Where you wrote uh, Like
1: I I, I said I I am surprised That the Wall Street Journal Treated this as a serious news topic Right Which I still am
0: Which And first off that post is still there. Yes,
1: still there. You've
0: got to scroll because it's Facebook. But yeah, <laughs> that post is still there, absolutely. And you're not the only person who felt that way. You know who else felt that way.
1: Brad. Brad
0: felt that. I mean, Brad way. was
1: surprised. Yeah. like, and he was like, front page. Yeah, and it's just about me. Like he was just as shocked as right. I was. And I don't. But that's not Brad's fault. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they they chose it. I don't I don't know why they chose it. I'm still surprised. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, I mean, he told us that they put it online and oh, then it, yeah, yeah, it got yeah. enough traction that they were like, oh, well, I guess maybe this does rate front page. You
1: yeah. Know? They it's, absolutely. That it, was. It was all about that. And he did explain that. But it's I,
0: also weird that that's how our news is. Getting yeah. Selected. That's that's yeah. really
1: because because it's the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. I have always revered the Wall Street Journal as right. a very serious businessy. You know, totally button and, up. Right. And so. Um, I mean, they have feel good articles in there, too, but it's pretty straight and narrow. So it just surprised me. Yeah. Like End of end of my thought. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't directed at how dare Brad. Right. And, I, and and I don't mind explaining that to people because Brad got it. And Brad's the only one that really matters there. Yeah. (laughs) He understood what I was saying. Yeah. I have nothing negative to say about Brad. I've never. I I understand people who get frustrated that they don't that they don't like him on their screen. I also was glad to hear Brad's version of events. Right. And it sounds I felt like people were making it a lot bigger than they were than than it is. And Brad cleared that up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately what goes on with Brad is like confirmation bias or recognition bias where it's like It's like when you buy a toyota corolla and then you drive around and you
1: start seeing them, and you see
0: toyota corollas everywhere Yeah, like there were always the same number of toyota corollas Well minus one the one that you just purchased But I think brad's like that that it's like once you kind of he got pointed out to you or you noticed him Then whenever you see it you're like oh that
1: right and, and then you and then it you- became brides on Every ride right <laughs> totally
0: so anyway uh, He he or she closes by saying I'm Glad she's finally come around to Pretending to be a decent person but I Thought you had always been pretend I'm Spun around. Frank- Either
1: way, it's pretty clear I'm pretending.
0: Yeah. So Hey then, Brad,
1: are we getting together for drinks? Yeah. We're besties.
0: <laughs> and then the final sentence, frankly, her and her clicks behavior have really turned me off to Peloton as a whole. Well, we know people that'll buy your bike. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like I, I now I'm, and then I with that last sentence, I'm like, oh, is this like a soul cycle plan? Yeah. Like, that's they, what it sounds like. They
1: just hate everything about Peloton. They're just attacking yeah. everything they can't as a way know. to
0: drive a wedge. So anyway. Um, Uh, If you'd you'd like to leave a review That's not like that hopefully Uh, You can do that at Apple Podcasts You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com Slash the clip out And while you're there join the group And uh, stay up to date on things throughout the week So there now that we've addressed all that uh, That's probably the biggest drama We'll have to contend with this week right So uh, let's dig in shall we
1: (laughs) Sure It's time for news of the palatins
0: so the Power Zone Pack
1: Are we just jumping in there?
0: I don't think we should make them wait Okay People, they people want to know People
1: do want to know They would
0: like to kind of have a recap of what's going on And and some people that that, that don't wait into that Because I mean there's a whole host of people that, that don't do Power Zone challenges That aren't in the Power Zone Pack And that probably have no clue So yeah. we will bring them up to speed
1: All right well, let's start at the beginning. I'm going to do my best to start at the beginning without going back too far. So uh, the the Power Zone Pack was actually created. It was a long time ago. It was back in 2017, and uh, it was done because that person loved Matt Wilpers and Power Zone training, and um, that's where it all started. And the current admin, who's who's Angie, uh, became involved in the group, and and she was. Close with this other person They created content together Everything continued Uh, And then uh, at some point When the instructors were told To leave the group uh, I'm not exactly sure of all the Reasons why But Peloton Decided to create to make this group official so it became the official power zone pack And with that that meant that that matt wilpers and dennis morton could stay in the group as their peloton pages Not as themselves and so then They were in the group. So now so now we're official at this point and and so just to be clear official means a lot of things, but but a couple of things that we do know for sure One it meant that they were Co-admined by Peloton so Peloton is in the Group they are they are helping I don't think that they moderated At all I don't think that they pay attention to The post just to be clear but they Are there as an admin so that It's not just one person who is The admin of the group
0: and like I deal with This where I work where I admin the I control and admin the arenas Page We're uh-huh. owned by the county of St. Charles and I I was After I created it And it got traction And they figured out What Facebook was They I had to add Some county officials As As admins or moderators So like So
1: like if you left
0: So if I went rogue I couldn't take The whole page down Or if I started Typing crazy stuff On there They could delete it Or whatever Right So this is a very Standard thing
1: Yeah and and people May not know this So I'm just going to Spell this out a little bit For Facebook If you are an admin You can remove anyone Including other admins Right Um, If you are a moderator You cannot remove Other people There's a hierarchy Exactly So it's really important To know that Peloton Can Remove people um, And then in addition to that It also means that Peloton supports this page Peloton posts on this page Or they can, they have the ability to post on this page And mostly it's Matt and Dennis I don't think they've ever used that right But they can right? Um, and, and it also means that, that Peloton Is behind it It means that they give their support That's mostly what it means And one
0: would think that it would also have to kind of follow the same protocols that the OPP Well sure or the the mom's page
1: Yeah same used. terms and conditions right. I mean that's that's the assumption Yeah So now this week some shit went down and uh, and and that that was that. Uh, well, I guess I need to back up again because I need to explain that at some point in in 2000. I'm going to say it was 18. Uh, there was an app created uh, by a Peloton writer. Uh, I believe his name is Paul Amdine. I am only bringing his name into it as the creator and giving him credit for creating M-Pace line, which was the iOS version of. Of an app that allowed you to pull in your power zone rides and get graphs and be able to see comparisons of your data. To be clear, uh it since it was an app, it did not store the data. It pulled in your data, calculated it, and then released it back into the wild. <laughs> <laughs> Catch was, and release. Yes. Um and then at some point later. Um, I would say probably close to seven eight months after that so paul may have been doing this app longer I don't know at some point though Then david entered the picture and david had an android version of it called power zone plus and uh, He did the exact same thing uh Just for android and so so these two players have been out there and most of what you heard talked about in the PowerZone Pack was in Paceline because as we have addressed before, <laughs> most of the Peloton users have Apple.
0: Apples and iPhones, yeah.
1: Right. So um so uh, a lot of people you know got pushed to in paceline by word of mouth through the PowerZone Pack. And um this week there was an upgrade to the PowerZone Pack website, which was created at the end of 2018 and you've created that website Now at the bottom of that website Hit it has always said It is not affiliated with Peloton But I will tell you I have been on rides Where I've heard Matt Wilper say Go to the Power Zone pack webpage Because that's where all the challenges are located So even if it wasn't the current challenge That that people were doing for Power Zone, You could still go to the website And you could still get to the uh, the past challenges So you would know what rides to do It's very helpful Because if you're trying to put together a plan Then you can see it all in one place And that was Matt's point So even though it was not an official page Matt had directed traffic there He also directed a lot of traffic to the PowerZone page on Facebook Because that's the official PowerZone page Now that I've got you all up to date (laughs) This week there was a change to the website And that change was that um, Now you had to log in to the website To get to any challenges whatsoever You had to log in with your then- There was also an add-on And the add-on was For $70 a year You would have access to Quote-unquote advanced metrics What are these advanced metrics? Well, the truth is I don't know Because one, I haven't paid for it I haven't logged in But I have seen screenshots of plenty Thank you all for the hundreds (laughs) of messages I have gotten this week There are advanced metrics that exist today That basically is a graph that shows you How you did compared to what you were supposed to do So like if you were told to go to zone 3 Were you in zone 3 or were you somewhere else That's what the advanced metrics are Now they keep saying more is coming But when people ask the question We have not gotten a clear answer of what those are So I don't know, I can't answer that More are coming coming. That's all I know
0: Now is that, because obviously I don't know Is that different than what M-PaceLine and the Android... I don't... What's the Android app called again?
1: It's called PowerZone Plus.
0: Okay. Is that different than what they were providing?
1: Well, they have a whole... Okay, so M-PaceLine has quite a bit of metrics. It's pretty in-depth. And and Paul has even added in Tread metrics, too. But... Uh, there, he has a ton of different graphs that you can look at. Different ways that you can analyze your data. Um, on the PowerZone Plus side, which is what I use, it's it's a little more basic, but it's more like you can compare. If you've done that ride twice, you would be able to see how you com how your PowerZone ride compared one to the to the other. Sure, and then you can also see like your best. Power zone, your PRs, things like that. Like okay. it, it creates that. Um, I forgot to say, uh, in the advanced metrics on the website, there is also a tracking of the PRs. People did tell me that, but it's not working at all. So I didn't include that. And, and apparently there's some way that if you pay for it, you're able to like put in your FTPs from the past. But again, there's no actual... That's not been verified because gotcha. it's not working correctly. I, I don't mean to say that there's no other stuff happening with the website. It's just... It doesn't appear that anything's working correctly, which all websites have bugs. Yeah. That happens. Uh, they're still getting their stuff worked Yeah, out. especially when they're brand new. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and as far as being brand new, you know, when that login... Like, when this website popped up with this login, I want to be very clear. There were no terms and conditions. There was no privacy labels. There was nothing... On it that indicated what was happening um, and, and there's still only that one Sentence that said you know Not part of Peloton right But but the, this Raised so many questions with people right. and so People immediately wanted to know well Well where is this money going Like what are we doing because $70 a year like To be clear there are 32,000 People in the power zone pack and I Realize not all those people are active uh, And not all those people will pay right But, but even if only 20% Of those people Pay And choose we're, we're talking Half a million dollars folks that's A lot of money so yeah. like we're not talking chump change That this is being discussed But but what really Got interesting and what pulled me Into the discussion personally was That nobody would answer that question where is The money going who Gets the money nobody Would answer that yeah, question. it was
0: very Coy it, it was it, it, yeah it was Just like well the developers and I'm like
1: well who are the develop? I don't know Forty eight
0: thousand dollars a year For developers Is quite a bit sure And once is. it's developed Like you you know Obviously your startup cost To create something like that Wouldn't be the same As your maintenance costs On something like that Right So if people liked it And renewed You would make the same Amount of money Regardless The following year Right uh, You know And presumably As Peloton grows So you know As Peloton continues to grow So would presumably The Power Zone pack page And subscriptions therefore And so it's like That's that's a lot of money Yeah, that's a lot of money
1: It is Well, and then And then, like, you go to log in And then, well There's just so many layers to this right. Okay, but But I think my biggest concern Right off the bat Was that nobody would answer it And You know what really upset me? People People who asked the question Had to Had to preface their question with I hope it's okay to ask this Yeah And and that got me to thinking Why do they feel They even have to preface that? Like, well, you should be able I think
0: we know why Oh, I know why <laughs> I'm
1: spelling it out to people Because yeah. because then I got to thinking about the past history of this group And the people who have been unceremoniously kicked out of the group With no explanation Simply because they disagreed with the admin And then you have people who are asking questions that are afraid to ask questions And so I started watching Because this is an official group They can't just kick people out, right?
0: Well, one wouldn't think
1: well, I haven't seen anybody kicked out this week, but I have seen posts deleted simply because they asked a question. And and the, the admins and the moderate, the admin and the moderators, their their rationale for that is that things got too heated and they got too negative. But here's the thing. Why is it that the one post, the only post that still shows any discussion about this website is one that. Only revered angie (laughs) like it has 410 comments on it and it is the only post talking about anything to do with this website that is still up yeah and when I say anything to do with the website, I mean the uh, discussion, the debate around the website. There are other posts that are up, like, why isn't this part working? Why isn't that part right. working? But the only post that's up that had anything to do with this debate. And, and it's.
0: I've seen other groups run into this, like uh, a monkeys group I'm in that when Peter Tork died, people kept posting on there, like, hey, did you know Peter Tork died? And it's, it's like, like, yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah, we got it. And so in those instances, they would say, hey, we're shutting this thread down. Go to this thread to talk about this. Well, yeah, and, but that you tell
1: people why you delete things, right?
0: And then you say, and then if they want them to all live in this post, then they should be directing people to that post. But they're not doing no, that. No, that's they're not just what's happening. Deleting things.
1: They are absolutely deleting things. There was there was a post on there that I saw where where the person said, "I'm afraid I, I don't know if it's okay to ask this question, but I'm asking this question. Where's the money going? What are what are these features going to be?" And there were 150 comments. All of them deleted and not one Person on that thread was told That their comment or their that Thread was being deleted it just Got deleted right and uh, that's that's Not okay guys because that is an Official page and and the reason I Am taking it to this forum my Specific complaint with this is Because every time I post something Like that on that page it gets Deleted and the moderator told me That I wasn't allowed to say things Like that so I'm, I'm bringing it here I Am allowed to say it you yeah. can't tell Me to Shut up because you're an official page whether You like it or not yeah so And so, you're
0: not flame throwing I'm Not you're at not all name calling no you're not Like you're no. just saying my like,
1: comments are Things like why what why Can you not tell us who is getting the money and and telling them things like the reason people are saying that it seems shady is because you won't be transparent yeah and if I'm not allowed to say something like that then peloton needs to tell me not the moderator right who who doesn't own peloton. Because okay so when you get out of this whole like thing with the money situation once you move past that then you have the issue of it's a peloton page where there are peloton instructors who are telling people to go to the peloton facebook page to do the power zone challenge. And then once you get there, then you're told to go over to this website to log into this challenge. And then when you get to the website, you're told and to get these metrics, you can get you can for an additional fee be paying for this. The $70 advance metrics. Well, that means presumably inferring, however you want to say it, that Peloton agrees with all of that. Yeah. And I don't think that Peloton agrees with that And the reason that I don't think Peloton agrees with that Is because you and I have a podcast Obviously It's all about Peloton Yes And
0: And occasionally the monkeys
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we did consider for a while That we would be able to create content Outside of the podcast that perhaps we could uh, make some money on because we are capitalistic folks and we wanted to make some money
0: We do not begrudge people making money No, and our thought was uh, it's very common in podcasts to create additional content Not that what you're hearing now would go behind a paywall, but we would create additional content that would maybe live behind a paywall
1: I have to explain what a paywall is because so many people have asked me what a paywall is this week a paywall is simply A web page that like holds Content separate from the free content That's it yeah and
0: you have to pay to get like If your local newspaper all of a sudden Wants to charge you after you've read three articles It's because it's behind a paywall that's all It means and so uh, our Thought our thought process was well we could Create additional content do extra Work and if you wanted to access That additional content it would live over Here and you would still get what you've Been getting you know at no cost And nothing about your User experience would change but there'd be bonus stuff Over here if you wanted to kick in That'd be great right and and uh, And Peloton was not a fan Of that
1: they were not a fan and well Actually I have to back up it's not even that they weren't a fan They they just said to be fair Right uh, and and consistent With their policies what that Would mean is that we would We would no longer be able to uh, Post on any official pages at all about our podcast And we would have to change the way That we would get access to Peloton Employees for interviews Which once I thought about it I was like Okay yeah that makes sense right you know what We we Tom and I decided we wanted It we do this as a hobby yes It would be nice to make money off of it but that wasn't Our original goal right and so uh, We decided to stay with what we're doing Because that's what that was a choice we made but the point is, we went to Peloton and asked, right. and and they said, no, thank you. Even though we're not an official page, we don't say anything insinuating that we're Peloton.
0: It says right on our logo, a fan podcast. And that was very deliberate on it w- our part.
1: Absolutely, it was. And so we drew a very, very thick line from the beginning out of respect and deference to Peloton. And uh, and we...
0: And, and deference to their attorneys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> They're included in that. Yeah. Uh, And so Peloton said keep doing that Don't don't change that and we were like Okay so so I don't Think that Peloton suddenly had This reversal of fortune and they were like Oh but the power zone pack that's okay even Though you're an official page we're cool with That yeah I I mean I feel Pretty strongly that They are not okay with this and I Also feel pretty strongly they were never Asked
0: yeah yeah I think that That's probably a safe bet
1: Mm -hmm. So here we are A couple days later, and uh, most of the posts have been taken down, people are paying, and there's a lot of privacy concerns about that, because now they have put terms and conditions up less than 24 hours ago, but it still doesn't address the legal... like. By law you're supposed to have all this privacy Stuff listed out and saying like you know that Nothing's going to happen to your data it's protected Or that like you're
0: or that something Is going to happen to your data right. and yeah you, know, you Just got but you got to let people know
1: right and and Here's a big difference that you guys need To understand between the app and the website The apps that were out there Powerzone plus and MpaceLine, they They simply Took your data as a pass through and They used it and then spit it back Out at you and then it went away They don't hold on to it. This website holds your data. So there is a whole huge host of problems with them holding on to that data that were not being created as problems through those apps. So that is very different. And people do not understand that. Um, People also seem to think that this entire uproar is about Angie making money and I don't have a problem in the world with Angie making money. I do have a huge problem with Angie not being transparent about it. Because in the background, what a lot of people don't realize is there was an LLC created, and that was created back in February, and that has Angie listed and one other individual listed. And that's it Um, It's not the people who help her run the contests Or run the challenges It's not anything about Peloton It is her and one other individual period That belong to that LLC So that money is going to to Angie And this other individual Um, And they are the ones who would then decide What to do with it once they have it And that's up to them But I think that they should be open and transparent about that, because you see, since that LLC was in effect back in February, that means that the last two challenges that have been done were also being run as money making prospects. So all the money that you donated for prizes? No, you didn't donate that. That went to a a for profit profit. Organization and you were not told you were not told that that was happening also if you purchase Merchandise it was going to a for-profit organization and you were not told that that's what was Happening in addition to all of that there are now infringement concerns because the last three Challenges have been using marvel characters star wars characters etc and now there are people that Are just outright going and 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 complaining about that to Marvel,
0: yeah, because that's <clears throat> potentially a copyright infringement and uh, violation of their intellectual property, and they they it, that's owned by Disney. Both of those properties are Who's owned by Disney,
1: known to be very litigious. I mean,
0: they've sued daycares for painting Mickey Mouse on the wall because if they don't protect their rights to those characters, they could theoretically lose that right. So they have to defend it wherever it pops up, regardless of how uh, how. Douchey it might make them look right
1: And so now peloton is now linked to That because this all started in an Official page and now that it is a money making venture that people are, you know, really taking a hard look at, now all these things are becoming magnified. Um, so not only is, is the LLC at risk, but now they are placing Peloton at risk because they had it posted and still have it posted on an official page that belongs to Peloton. And so I take that very personally because, um, you, you're messing with a company I love and you're not being very you're not being very transparent to them or to any of the people who belong to it and that's not cool.
0: You're messing with two companies I love. <laughs> now you got Disney
1: involved. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
0: Star Wars and Avengers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and ironically enough, they have now stripped all the uh, Avengers mentions off of their website, but left all of it up on the official Peloton page. So uh, clearly their interests are only for themselves, not for Peloton whatsoever. Um, and then let's talk about another legal concern here. So, again, there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, I have no problem with Angie making money. I don't either. Yeah. Go for it. But who started these challenges matt wilpers did yeah matt wilpers started it on his own back in 2016 long before there was a power zone pack Well, if if matt signed a pretty standard agreement that most people sign these days It states that anything that you create while working there belongs to that company, which means that if he created the power zone challenge it belongs to Peloton. Yeah,
0: and that's very standard thing. Just a famous example of it is the people that created the Brad Styles did that while working for, I believe, the company that made Barbie, and then that company ended up owning the Brad Styles. Oh, because and they went off and they were around for years, and they were like, "Wait, wait, wait! You did that off the clock, but you were under this agreement with us." And and they, I'm pretty sure that's the way that ended. Is they they ended up. Owning it. Owning the Styles and those guys and girls, maybe, I don't know, got nothing.
1: Well, if that's the case, it also, it does affect derivatives. And so any derivatives of the Power Zone Pack Challenge would also belong to Peloton, which means that Angie is making money directly off of Peloton's...
0: Intellectual property. So. And, uh, you know, it seems like a lot of people were saying, well, this was so much work. Mm-hmm. For Angie, yeah, and I'm sure it's been a lot oh, of work. For of course, her. I mean, we,
1: there's there's no doubt that I mean, she spends a ton of time on
0: yeah. it. Yeah, um, but I guess my my confusion is I don't know how this what's going on right now is less work. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, there was already two apps in place that seem to be doing the same thing. Yeah, and,
1: and and she says that she can't do the challenges without this website, which I have no doubt that's true. The website probably aggregates the data, but. I think that you could have worked with either the apps to ask to help aggregate the data or... Peloton like wouldn't that Have been an obvious choice To have that conversation I would
0: think they've got One of them data aggregating Machines over there in a back room at Peloton
1: I would Think so too (laughs) especially since They're now doing challenges On the tablet so it seems to Me that Peloton already has This in place that if Somebody had had a discussion With them maybe we could Have gone there or Eventually gotten there Maybe it wouldn't be today Or tomorrow but like we Could have gotten there Eventually yeah so that Seems strange
0: so then you Got to ask yourself the Question Is it about lessening the workload or is it about money or is it about here's a revenue source? Yeah, you know,
1: because at any point in time, if it was just if it's just about like recouping the cost you've already spent, which I'm sure is significant.
0: I have no doubt. I mean, I there are so many things when it comes to something like that, unless you're doing it, you don't realize how much money. Goes out I mean even with what we do Like we do a lot of things where if we sat Down and totaled up what we spent
1: I I don't really want to we
0: probably don't want to Know Um, uh, you know But yeah I mean it it, it certainly Adds up so I mean no one Begrudges her wanting
1: to Recoup those costs Or or
0: even If it gets big enough if you build something that Hits critical mass and you can And it can make revenue like hey Good for you
1: but do it. Do it through Peloton. Do it with Peloton. And, uh, and and tell people you're gonna
0: and own it. Like I mean, you know, if we, if we ever get this big enough to where I don't know, we have advertisers or whatnot, and we're making money. Like we'll I, let you guys know. We'll let you know. And I, I mean, and. We say this on the other podcast all the time, like, oh, our goal is to sell out. Like we are you kidding me? <laughs> like we would this would be wall we would be like the audio equivalent of a NASCAR but if we could. But you let's know? back
1: up for a second. At any point in time, if this got too big, if 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 the power zone challenge endeavor had gotten too big, then then stop. Like that was always an option. Sure, you don't got and it. you could have asked for help. And and at any point in time you could have been like, "Okay guys, this is completely out of control. $5 ahead for everybody to participate." I cannot imagine one person complaining about that. Yeah, totally. So, the, to me it's not about recouping costs because there were other ways to go about this that were one transparent and two very fair.
0: And when you see the amount of revenue that could potentially be generated by this with some pretty modest numbers like you know if 10 or 20 percent actually go through and and register when you see the amount of revenue that can generate all it it kind of uh undercuts the idea that it's to recoup costs when when 20 percent generates almost a half a million dollars in revenue i'm going to be pretty i feel pretty confident in saying that whatever her her out of pocket costs are They're probably not in the six In the mid six figures
1: Yeah if they are she should have stopped a long time ago <laughs>
0: Unless she's like that loaded in which case well, then Would we you wouldn't... like to talk about a podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> But but also The the apps that everybody keeps Pointing to to say well they make money Well that's different for a number Of reasons and I'll go into that in just a second But they cost like $15 A year not 70 Yeah. So yeah, no,
0: that's a lot more but it's, it's a lot easier to swallow it's, it's a lot easier to believe that like a $10, $15 a year Versus 70 sounds a lot more Like, oh, we're just covering developmental Costs and if they make a little bit of money You know, nobody's ever going to stick the landing Perfectly sure. to where I spent $1,100 and I raised $1,100 done like right. You know, but but there's a big difference between $15 a year and $70 a year.
1: Yeah. And and also the people who made the apps always approached it from they were making money. Like they never they never came to anybody and said, uh I'm just I'm just doing this, you know, because I'm so nice and uh so, you know, just just be grateful. Like nobody ever no, they they were like, hey, I have this cool idea. Would you like to buy it? Right, and they were very open with that. Nobody had to question that because they were very upfront. It was an app; you were paying for it. Right. End of discussion. It and it wasn't tied to an official group. Right, like Peloton has never been like, and neither has Matt Wilpers ever been like, go use M PaceLine, right. go use PowerZone Plus. Nobody's ever done that. But now you have people Who are brand new to Peloton Who don't know any of this history Going to an official page And being directed to this website And then How do they not make the assumption Or at least be confused by Wait Is this owned by Peloton Is this not owned by Peloton Is this $70 that I'm about to spend Is it covered by Peloton Is it not covered by Peloton
0: And I thought $40 a month Was what I paid for Peloton Why is there an extra fee For this other portion of thing
1: Well yeah people have been sending Messages to support left and right Asking that question Like I don't understand Why I'm being asked to pay more Right And I know there's a lot of people out there that are saying, well, but you don't have to pay for it to get to the challenge. No, you don't. But the point is, it's confusing to people who are new. There is not enough of a distinction drawn. It is coming from, it started from an official page. That creates blurriness, it creates confusion. And if Peloton wasn't okay with us doing that as a podcast, not part of Peloton, not on an official page, there is no way in my mind they are okay with. The Power Zone Pack Doing this I think that's fair So
0: Anyway That's what happened In Power Zone this week Yeah (laughs) So if you've been wondering There you go Yep, so I guess uh, just watch this space and to be continued and as more things happen or don't happen We will uh, we will keep you posted because that's what we do.
1: It is what we do And also I just want to say this has all been put together by reading things by seeing things by having people reach out to me Uh, There are these are all our conjecture based off of all of the information given to us and our own experiences right so I just want to put that out there.
0: And if our conjecture is incorrect, I, I mean, all I can say is, well, it's because the main party involved won't answer, won't answer direct questions. And then they'll tell you that they did yeah, when it never occurred. Right.
1: You know, <laughs> yep. I wonder if we should also talk about the fact that we do accept donations and be transparent about that as well, because I don't want to be a hypocrite.
0: That is true. I mean, we we do accept donations. Uh
1: I mean, I don't feel like we're being a hypocrite. I just want to explain that people have asked us, like, well, people have not asked us, but should they ask us, what are you doing with that money? It is it is 100% going to our interns to pay for the work that they do.
0: So people have asked, though, uh, what's the difference between them raising money, and like we have a donate button on our website, yeah. Now, um, it's generated uh, money, uh, just to be transparent, it has not generated
1: not h- even a percentage of a million
0: fraction dollars. of that, uh, yeah, or anywhere approaching that. No, people uh, are very generous, people are and very we generous. appreciate it. We are certainly not complaining, we're just saying that, like,
1: we're not talking half a million dollars, that's all we're trying to say,
0: right? <laughs> and so, uh, and, and so you know we feel the difference is that like well we've been pretty transparent about like hey it's over there And if you want to do it you can and if you don't like no big deal And and when people ask where the money goes It's like we've also been pretty transparent like hey this money's going to at the moment. We just use it to, We've been paying the interns to edit the some of the episodes to help Lighten your load. Yeah, and yeah. and they
1: edit the interview specifically.
0: Yeah, specifically and we uh, and so we immediately Started paying them more, yeah. And to date, that's all we've used that money for. I'm not saying that it that that will always be the case, right. but for the moment, we've just been kind of letting that money sit there, and we've been paying the interns out of it. So, like other things that we've incurred expenses for, like the buttons. Uh, at homecoming that we handed out, like the we sign, the sign that was behind us, our plane tickets. Now, I mean, the plane tickets, I'd be like, well, you probably would have went anyway, yeah, but, but, uh, but still, but those, but that's it could all easily it could be, be called a
1: business expense, but, yeah. but quite frankly, we're not, we're not at this time running an official business, right? So, so,
0: um, so it's a fair question, mm-hmm. which Absolutely. is why we answered it. Yep. That's how that works
1: <laughs> real simple. Yeah, that's how you do it. That's that. Do we want to talk about the other things that happened at Peloton this week? I think we should
0: because okay. yeah, other things occurred in the world. So yeah, so uh, I think uh y- we should follow this up with Do you got any cute puppy stories
1: <laughs> I do oh. I do have a cute puppy story What are the odds Okay so Rebecca Kennedy has an adorable puppy named Sunny, And um, everybody loves Sonny when you see Sunny. And Sunny, well, I did not know this but there was a whole backstory And you can find that backstory at facebook.com slash the clip out I believe it originally was posted in the dodo And uh, that website has, like, all kinds of adorable stories, uh, a lot of them directed toward pets. But Rebecca and her best friend found out that these puppies needed homes. And so they were, like, together, and they decided to also, together, adopt these puppies. So they each got one so the puppies can still remain together. And I just think that is incredibly heartwarming. But the entire story... Is all laid out in video, so there's cute puppy pictures, um, and, <laughs> and that's
0: what you're really.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, oh, this it's
0: like it's like come for the Peloton, stay for the puppies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's adorable. Need to watch it, uh, and also this week, um, Jess King's birthday was on. May 29th So I hope that you Reached out to her And told her happy birthday And then We have coming up On June 5th There is going to be A fun Facebook live All about The new marathon Training program So if you have any Questions about that If you're working on it And you're like How does this work How do I fit this in Rebecca Kennedy Bex Gentry Robin Arzan, Matt Wilpers, Andy Spears, they're all going to be on the live to answer any of your questions. Uh, I personally have been doing my own modified version of it, which means that I've been doing the Strength for Runners along with my tread challenge and uh, the tread challenge that's going on on Rebecca Kennedy's page that Tammy Haber started. And uh, I've been loving it. It's great.
0: Just real quick with that challenge you've been doing, if you'd like to stay up with your metrics, I've started a website. <laughs>
1: Oh my god that brings up a whole nother point That actually did you know that Other groups are getting questions are we Going to start being charged for challenges all Because this drama that started over in the power Zone oh my yeah so but back to this uh, <laughs> and there's another new fun program that just started emma lovewell just started the crush your core challenge it's not a challenge it's a program so it's located on your tablet and it's four weeks long and you get to do uh, all of her core videos and basically it's one every day for like it's five days a week it's not every day so five out of seven days for four weeks and uh It looks super intense And I'm very excited That that is out there Just in time for summer So I will be doing that Mixed in with my tread challenge Mixed in with a little bit Of the marathon training plan So I haven't been doing A whole lot of the bike lately And not looking good For the power zone training Because I'm kind of turned off On the whole thing right now I mean I love Matt Wilpers That will never change And I respect his training very much But the whole group right now Is just I'm not happy with
0: You know what people love to do? What's that? Eat (laughs) <laughs> but you know what they maybe hate to do or don't have time to do?
1: Cook. Cook. Yeah, some people love to cook. That I'm is not true. one of those people. And I really like when we are able to find something amazing like Factor. Whenever I checked into Factor, I got. A box of keto for you. Okay. And I got the calorie smart for me uh, because I know that meat is the focus of your meal. That it is. And for me, I'm like, I want to try all the things. So as long as it's healthy, I'm good. It can be any kind.
0: But... The nice thing is these are like two-minute meals. You fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals, and they're ready to heat and eat whenever you are.
1: And you know what? We even did the math. The Factor is actually less expensive than takeout, and every single meal is dietitian approved
0: It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. No prep, no mess meals. Head to Factormeals.com slash TCO50 and use code TCO50 to get 50% off.
1: That's code TCO50 at Factormeals.com slash TCO50 to get 50% off.
0: Get it. Checking in with the Peloton community. So, uh, joining us today via Skype phone is Paul and Debbie Erickson. Uh, although I feel like I should maybe, uh, get your permission. Could it, is it, who gets top billing?
2: <laughs> well, he was the race director, so in this instance, he can get top billing. So you can nope. say, as, as you just did, Paul and Debbie okay. works for me. I'm good with I was, that. I Shoot. was just
0: checking. Yeah. I, whenever we're doing clip-out stuff and they say Tom and Crystal, I'm like, I, I don't know that that's. <laughs> The proper order.
3: Well, we got the we got the Peloton because of Debbie. So in that respect, Debbie gets top billing. So oh. it's however you want to slice and dice
0: it, we're oh. we're not picky.
1: That's a good answer. That is a good answer. They oh, both said right. each other. Yes.
0: That's nice. So our record for uh, not causing divorces continues. Yes.
1: <laughs> we're not done yet. Oh, bro. Oh, thanks Uh-oh. for
0: jinking. What are you planning that? on doing?
2: Uh, nothing to my knowledge.
0: Uh-huh. Paul's like, challenge accepted. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen.
1: Oh, so, uh, for anybody that did not catch the the connection to the race director, um, so recently, Tom and I went to Alabama so that I could participate, because obviously, Tom would not participate no. in a duathlon that uh, Paul is the race director for, and it's called the Heel and Crank Duathlon, and it took place in Mooresville, Alabama, and um, Paul put on the whole thing, and then Debbie does a whole bunch of stuff in the background, including making fabulous pancakes that are available after the race. Thank you, Crystal. I appreciate that. <laughs>
2: I'm glad you liked them.
3: We had some they guys sneak out of transition uh, while they are waiting for the Relay to come back to actually get a couple of pancakes. So uh, it was also during the race.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. So um, how did you guys come across Peloton? How do we come across
2: Peloton? Well, i um, I guess it was probably uh, Tour de France year 2016, and I think it is when we first saw some of the early commercials that were being put on uh, in regard to Peloton, but we didn't pull the trigger back then. Um, So it was uh, after a a ride that Paul and I had done, and we were both outdoor cyclists. Um, So we had uh, done a ride outside in July of 2017, and as I explained to you before, I have multiple sclerosis, and I'm real sensitive to heat. And so it was that uh, that month that we decided, you know, that's enough of this. We're not getting a chance to exercise as much as we want to. And this heat is really affecting me. And I love being on the bike. So we decided to go ahead and invest um, invest in ourselves and invest in our health and, and ended up purchasing the Peloton.
1: That's a very good reason. Yeah, totally. So uh, how... How effective
0: was it in that regard? I'm assuming since we're having this conversation that that worked out okay.
2: You mean you mean that we got it, or <laughs> no, like, <laughs> in, in terms yeah. of like
0: like it's your your tragic. goal your goal was like so you could continue to to exercise and 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 have a bike experience with MS. Like, does that was that as beneficial as you had hoped? Well.
2: Well, it, it turned out to be better than I ever thought it would be. Um, it's not just a bicycle. I, I, to anybody that doesn't have a Peloton, it's hard to explain. And I know I sound like some crazy obsessive geek when I talk about it at work, you know, because I'll come in with my Peloton shirts and whatnot like this. And I'm like, oh, it's so much more than just a bike. It's an in- entire experience it's the community. It's uh, not just, you know, cycling content, spin classes per se. It's if I wanted to do yoga, there's an opportunity to do yoga. If I wanted to do, you know, stretching, weightlifting, take your pick. So it's like my own home gym attached to one device.
3: Yeah, that was the nice thing about it. I mean, we had a gym membership before and we did spin classes there, did some body pump classes and things like that. But we weren't but we utilizing it as much. Yeah, we'd only go a couple times a week. Um, once we got the Peloton and we realized, hey, we have a gym in our in our living room, we could ride whenever we wanted to as yeah. many times as we wanted to. and uh,
2: It's exercise on our schedule, whenever we want to, how much we want to.
1: It, it really is a game changer. I mean, so, so how often do you guys both ride? Because you said you're outdoor cyclists, so I assume you guys still ride outdoors as well. We do. Uh, we usually only go riding uh, outdoors probably once or
2: twice a week. Uh, indoors, we probably ride on average five to six days a week, at least. Um, Is
0: that each or to- or combined.
2: Each each wow. each of us. So we're we're those super crazy geeky people that enjoy you know working out and sweating. And yeah. I know Tom, that's so not you, right? So you're like, <laughs> why would you even want to do that?
0: I <laughs> I get why in the abstract but <laughs> well, we, we are that one
3: peloton commercial where the lady's riding the bike she gets off and then her husband comes right in and gets right on it
2: Yeah, That's, but i, that I that don't does. look quite like that when i'm getting off the bike and i don't have perfectly behaved children nor are my kids little anymore you know so it's not you know all no it's
3: just managing the time it's yeah, between work time. and each other just to make time for both of us to be able to get on the bike yeah
2: well, if your children
0: aren't little, I would hope that they would be better behaved than that,
2: though. <laughs> Our kids are 32 and 28, so we're no spring chickens.
1: So. Which, by the way, since we met you guys, I, I have to say, I would never have believed that you have children that age.
0: Yeah, on the drive back after dinner, we were like, no, a 32-year-old I must child, have heard no. wrong.
3: <laughs> She'll be 33 in June the daughter well not yeah me. the oldest one <laughs> <laughs> I was like I was making
2: have- sure that she was not necessarily implied upon me but oh, she very
3: was through to me my wife <laughs> <laughs> well Aww. done well done
1: so um, what would you would you say that you guys had a fitness level before that is the same now that you have peloton or has it changed one direction or the other do you think anything's changed other than you just ride more
3: well, I'd say before Debbie's diagnosis of her MS back in what twenty mm-hmm. twelve, um, we were. I'd say we were probably fairly sedentary as far well, as things go. I mean,
2: you might have been, I wasn't. No,
3: I mean, but once uh, <laughs> once, she, once once her diagnosis came in, she decided that she wanted to start being active. We you got know, the bikes. Not exactly, Paul. I'll well, what um, you tell? It. I thank you.
2: I quit working. Um, only because I was sick all the time and I didn't know what was going on with me. And it was about six months after I quit working and I had started working out. And we're not talking one, two days a week. I'm talking two to three hours a day most days of the week. And um, about six months after I quit working, I was, uh, went to see my, well, no, it was spring of that year. I went to go see my primary care doctor, told her all the things that were going on with me. And she said, I don't want to scare you, but I think you might have MS. And I had a positive diagnosis um, in July of that year. So, yeah, and so I started exercising quite a bit more. But having gone back to work back in 2015, I wasn't able to be as active uh, as I would like. And so having bought the Peloton has really ended up um, having more availability of time for us to work out, like I said, on our schedule versus trying to fit it in before work or after work and fight for the Your spot over in the gym and all that jazz that goes along with having a gym membership and cruddy equipment that smells bad and everything (laughs) else.
0: And now it has your own smell.
1: Yeah, (laughs) my own thing.
0: Yeah, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, because you're the one using it. Right.
0: Who cares?
1: So so do you guys think that... Okay, so Debbie has not necessarily exercised more since she has a Peloton, but, but Paul, have you? Well...
3: Around that, around 2013, uh, we did like a no boundaries 5K program, and that's probably when it really started kicking back in for me. And uh, that led to triathlon stuff and tri- triathlon training uh, at various levels. Say
2: all it really has but done is just allow us to be more flexible. consistent. yeah, consistent, Whereas we probably weren't as consistent about working out as we probably would have been if the, uh, you know, if the gymnasium was located next door. I don't know, but you know, right. it's in our living room, so there you go.
0: So, uh. A tread? Going to do? Going to pull the trigger on that, or are you good with what you got?
3: We've talked about
0: it. Um,
2: we went and looked at it over in Nashville. Yeah, we were in Nashville for February? a concert.
0: Yeah, in February. Uh, and we saw
3: Metallica in concert. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. we went to the, 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 the. They had a fairly new tread store or Peloton store there, so we checked it out, and we loved the look of it. We loved how it felt. Um, it was quiet, The monitor huge. Yeah, the monitor oh, like bigger than some of our TVs we've got. <laughs> but uh, you know, the thing is, is that. Where I, we I, live. I still run, but Debbie doesn't run as much now because she's had some knee issues. Well,
2: and Certainly. then also where we live, uh, it wouldn't be a Peloton delivery. It would be through Expo. Expo. And we've heard some not so, you know, favorable, you know. We've
3: heard inconsistent
2: reports. Inconsistent from Expo, reports. So, you know, we're still a little bit on the edge. Yes, I, I would like to do it. You know, it's a $4,000 commitment. But if I was to look at it for uh, how much the Peloton has actually – Brought uh, health wise into my life. Uh, if I was to spend that kind of money going to like a paying for a spin instructor or like one of our local spin places. I would have spent the amount that we spent on the Peloton how many times over. Or even a personal trainer. Oh, our personal trainer. Yeah, I
1: really it's saving you money. Oh That's yeah. I- <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we're on probably on the cuff
2: of uh, buying one. It's definitely one of those things that we would like to get. Um, we've already talked about where it would go, how um, we would position it, what other furniture we'd have to move, blah 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 blah. <laughs>
0: How you keep the cats off of it?
2: Well, that's not yeah, going to happen. happen. Well, you know, that's, that kind of goes in with my username. So as long yeah. as no
0: peep
3: on it, we're good.
2: Well, that's probably going to happen too.
3: It is. <laughs> Cat peek between the tread slats. Oh. That's going to be good.
1: Oh, you okay. know it would happen, right? Can, can Can you guys tell everybody how many cats and dogs you guys have? Because okay. I'm still in awe of that.
2: Well, don't ever get involved with animal rescue unless you count on on keeping a few, but
1: <laughs> you're not allowed to judge. I'm yeah. not judging. I'm in awe. I don't understand how you even make it work. Like it's uh, it's we have sixteen cats and
2: three dogs. Uh, and a husband. Well, and a husband. He's <laughs> pretty furry too. So <laughs> but- <laughs> Well, Sorry,
0: hopefully he's not being between the, sl- the slats. <laughs>
2: We had uh, a normal number of animals not so very long ago, and then I got involved with the animal rescue um, stuff.
3: And uh, she took all the ones that ended up being sick or had yeah. issues, and she wouldn't let them go to another home until yeah. they were back healthy. And that takes time. And I'd over that time, love. she falls in love with them, and they become hard. Mm-hmm. And
2: I get a lot of the special needs ones too, Aww. ones that were feral or you know, you know, had some serious sickness and things like mm. that. So
0: that's a lot.
1: It is. I yeah. mean, that's it's really nice that you guys are able to I mean, do that's that.
0: A, I mean, that's a lot to deal with. Like I wasn't even talking about quantity. I was just like, that's, a, that's a lot to take on.
1: Yeah. I mean, you guys are kind of, you do a lot of stuff for, for other people or other animals because you guys do the race stuff and you take all that. You have the tri club and all the donations that go from that. And then now you're saving animals. You guys are, you guys are involved in a lot of things where you take care of people and, and animals. So that's really cool. Oh, well.
3: well, we try to, I mean, it's, you only get one life. Same as like the mustache, yeah. right?
1: I'm going to burn it out at both ends. That's
2: my goal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, how did you end up becoming so involved with the heel and crank race?
3: Oh, that—that that was a long story. I mean, going back to my tri training, uh, met yeah, a lot but of great you people. Tell them why you and, wanted
1: to do tri training?
3: Well, yeah, I wanted to do tri training. Um, yeah, a friend of ours uh, named David Kyle. Um, he had MS as well, and uh, he was really. Uh, Debbie's inspiration yeah, early in on. Yeah, he was kind
2: of my, my north direction for the longest time.
3: And uh, he, he competed at triathlon at a level that well, – he's actually competing at Worlds. Um, he actually competed, competed at World level up in London um, several years ago and could have had the chance to go down to Rio back in 2016, but he decided he wants to spend more so time with his I kids I looked growing at this up.
2: guy who um, I knew that had MS so bad that he basically his first two years of, after diagnosis – watched his children grow up around him, basically living on the couch and couldn't get up, couldn't walk. Um, and he told his doctor that he wanted to, you know, compete in a triathlon. His doctor told him it was inconceivable. And I looked at him as inspiration for, you know, what can I do to, you know, improve my quality of life and that I don't lose more ability because at that point, my, my symptoms were pretty bad and uh, I didn't run. I didn't own a bicycle, and I sure as heck didn't swim. And I got this bright idea that I was going to try doing a triathlon. And and Paul, being the supportive husband he is, and he's super competitive too, and he's so fast <laughs> running, and and I'm just this sloth. So you know, he he took off with it, and you know, can compete. Yeah. Whereas me, well, I, I wouldn't was just say I competed. Doing
3: it. I participated. <laughs> but um, but no. over, over time, um, these I was you see the same people all the time, and. Uh, one of the, ra- the, the previous race director for Healing Crank was uh, ready to go on and do some other things. And he asked me if I was interested in taking it over. So one year I was his assistant director or co-director, whatever you want to call it. And then I took it over in 2017.
2: And I always helped out with the food prep um, yeah. in years past. So And
3: yeah, we, we volunteer both for the Team Rocket Tri Club stuff that we did, did before that. And we also volunteer for our Huntsville Track Club stuff where Debbie was at one time the secretary. So we were involved in races and supporting at, at our some, local community. almost every weekend, yeah. it seemed like. Yeah. But then this seemed like a way for us to do something different, but really be able to give back. And it's like, it's a smaller race, so well, it shouldn't be too much overhead.
2: And because of uh, uh, the charter that Team Rocket Tri Club has, that every money, every bit of money that they make on a race actually is donated to uh, nonprofits. Yeah. So we, we uh, incur well, we incurred all our costs, but then in addition to anything additional that comes in we get donated to who yeah. are your charities this year. Paul?
3: Yeah. Well, last, last year, uh, first of all, team market is like has like 600 some odd members. And, uh, last year we gave nearly $50,000 to charity, uh, through all Across of our, all through, all through all of our races. Oh,
1: wow. Last,
3: last year I gave gave away $8,000 for a race that didn't even happen because of bad weather. Uh, uh, but is charity. Thanks, thanks for race insurance. Um, uh-huh. my charities the last couple of years have been the ALS association of Alabama, to help those folks that have ALS um, and help work on finding a cure, and then uh, a charity that's a little closer to my heart, and Debbie's is national ms Society of uh, the Alabama, Mississippi chapter. Um, those monies all go to help support families that have that are dealing with m s and, and as research. well as well as funding research to help find a cure. in fact, I think some of that funding actually helped uh, fund the medicine that was developed that Debbie has taken recently that's kind of oh, from wow. her to have daily shots so that's nope. pretty cool. That's
2: very cool. No, it is. It's pretty neat. I'm, it's a great society, and we're really happy to be able to do something that we enjoy. You know, support you know a healthy community, and then be able to donate the proceeds to you know charities that make a difference. So,
0: so the the nerd in me has to ask. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Team Rocket. It, was that a deliberate Pokemon reference, or does it predate that?
3: I think Team Rocket pretty much predates Pokemon and Pikachu and all the well, all that stuff. Well, I but, thought uh, it was
2: part of like you know how a Spring City Cycle Club, and then it started yeah. off with Spring City. Yeah, it was kind Detroit of an offshoot club.
3: of our kind of an offshoot of our local cycling club cool.
2: that's been around for a long time. And Huntsville is the Rocket City, so that's where the name inference comes
0: sure. from. Sure. Yeah, I was just wondering if that was a deliberate nod, or if it was just a coincidence that Probably a you know, Oh, I hope not. Yeah, I hope it's not.
3: I hope it's not related. <laughs> uh, I mean, like I said, we are the rocket city. The Saturn V was developed here in Huntsville, so yep. there's everything. Everything is rocket around here, so yeah. it just made sense. You
2: can't gotcha. throw a dead cat in this area. And I thought I would without being yeah. a rocket scientist. <laughs> like,
0: so, well, whatever. that's a weird so, thing yeah. for well, the lady with 16 cats sorry. to say. Yeah.
1: That, that's a pretty that's a pretty normal saying for for you know people who like who are from the south.
0: Yeah. Or live in the south, oh,
1: or live Lord. in the south, because I know you're not from the south. But, but like my mom says that, so I. Well, feel no, like-
0: I've heard the saying But when we were just talking about, how she has sixteen cats. <laughs> you know, she's she's talking about know. chucking dead ones around, <laughs> and I'm just
2: like, <laughs> it's just awful. <laughs> it's
0: like it's just a metaphor.
3: Just-
2: calm
0: down.
3: Yes.
0: Wow. <laughs> so how did uh, how did pancakes become a thing, and why aren't they a thing at every race we've gone to, Crystal? <laughs>
2: Not that you're eating carbs.
0: No, I couldn't eat them, but sometimes I can. You can sniff them, right? Yes. <laughs>
2: well, they did smell
3: good. The previous race director started that as a way to kind of help boost the numbers because, I mean, most people know that triathletes love to eat and, and drink. drink. And that's why I had a beer sponsor this year, too. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we had pizza, beer, and pancakes at our race before 11 at o'clock. At 9 a.m. Yeah. It's great.
1: Yeah, I totally had pancakes and a beer. So Good. I, hey, yeah.
3: it's carb loading, right?
1: Although by the time I was done, I think it was afternoon.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you were, no, I saw your time. You're done well before noon. Well before so, central. central. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the previous race director started doing the pancake thing, and then when uh when I took over, and I asked Debbie to to handle that handle that aspect of it because one, she's a great cook, and two, oh, wow. Thank she expressed interest in helping. wow But um she she's the one that's Started the blueberry thing. Um, she didn't want you just plain pancakes. She wanted to take it up a couple notches. And so well, I'll let her fill in the details there. I just
2: kind of one of those things that um, I'm going to sound like this earth mother, crazy person, but my I'm from California, uh, raised in the Midwest. So my mother was one of those crazy health food people. I had the cool, uncool kid lunch that uh, nobody would ever trade lunches with me, so I kind of grew up in a environment, huh? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, sprouted grain breads, unmixable peanut butter, blah, nasty. So I always kind of tried to incorporate more healthier choices, um, and I believe in natural whenever possible. So I wanted to use real blueberries. I wanted to use real maple syrup instead of you know high fructose corn syrup. So kind of just put my mark on it and. If I could actually make pancake batter from scratch for that many people, I would. But I can't imagine.
1: <laughs> I, I can't either. Four I... bags,
2: four 10-pound bags of pancake batter for that, that size race. So.
1: And I was shocked that you were uh, cutting up strawberries for toppings. My yeah. Lord, you did a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of strawberries to cut. I, got to, I hope you got to enjoy some. I did. Sure. With whipped cream.
3: <laughs> I saw several folks with a one pancake with a little bit of whip, a lot of whipped cream, lots of strawberries. So <laughs> the pancake was just the uh, you know the, the layer, the but, crust. It well, was a good, it was whipped cream pie.
1: Whipped cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, how did the race become like a duathlon instead of just a run or just a just a ride? I I don't come across a lot of duathlons.
3: Well, it is Team Rocket, and we our specialty is multi-sport, so. I wasn't about to try and do a swim in the early in early April in Alabama. The water is just too damn cold. Um, and this was actually started uh, by years ago. It's been since like two thousand four, two thousand five. They started it back in that time frame to honor uh, a runner and bicyclist named Darren Cruz who passed from ALS. And uh, they just wanted to go with the run bike run format because the original venue was nowhere near water. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of stayed with the run bike run and. Uh, we have the Huntsville Track Club if we want to do a running event, and we have Spring City for cycling events. So we're, we're kind of like the marriage between the two to mm-hmm. handle the multisport.
2: And triathletes are kind of a, um, a special brand of crazy. So yeah, um, duathlon here in early season just kind of fits the format in the April because um, it water kicks, just
3: kicks off the season.
2: Yeah, it kicks off the season. We're like uh, the first real uh, multisport event here in northern Alabama um, for that time of year.
0: Awesome. So what's the best way to, to train for something like that?
3: Well, um, if you have something like a Peloton or a Peloton tread, that's a great start. <laughs> um, Check. <coughs> <and, laughs> uh, you, you can't just run and you can't just cycle. I think I think the key to effective multi-sport training, yes. um, if we're talking duathlon, is to do what they call a brick workout. Uh, generally, if you do like a... if you Let's say you're going to do one of Matt's uh, 30 to 45 minute power zone classes. Once you get off that, Either go outside or jump on the tread and run for at least a mile at a, I wouldn't say aggressive pace, but at a moderate pace. Uh, that way your your legs have a chance to acclimate from the, even the, the cadence through, of cycling to the cadence of running.
2: Yeah, because even though it's the same muscles, it's slightly different muscle groups that are being utilized on a run versus a, um, a bike. And so your legs are going to feel like lead when you come off the or bike. Bricks. huh? Or bricks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> on, when you're doing a brick. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, that's exactly why they call it a brick, I guess, right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. So, uh, and and as, you, as you do the training, uh, longer longer rides or longer endurance rides, and then just start bumping up the mileage on, on the run afterwards. Start with maybe half mile, then go to a mile. So we,
2: I personally think so. there's a lot of good content over on, on the Peloton that actually could lead somebody to be able to do one with uh, without any – any outside intervention, um, but I think eventually you would probably need to take it outside, just to just like you, Crystal. Getting on a real bicycle isn't the same as you know clipping into your Peloton. You know, there's a whole other dynamic that <laughs> oh, gravity.
1: Gravity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That stupid bike keeps wanting to fall over. It doesn't stand still like my I Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't,
2: I, I've taken myself out and taken Paul out.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> we had a domino
0: crash once.
2: Yeah, that was epic. <laughs>
0: Is that why you had Domino's Pizza
3: there? No, actually, he was one of our previous uh, uh, club presidents, and uh, he owns most of the Domino's uh, in this uh, this area of Alabama. So he's he's able. Tony Osani is uh, really great about giving back to the community, and he's at pretty much every Team Rocket race, and he has his own race up in uh, Tennessee that we do. It's a a trail run, anywhere from ten k up to fifty k. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that must be a Domino's thing, because I know the, the Domino's pizza in St. Louis is, is, is the same way. They're very involved with doing different community things, whether it's like bringing pizzas to schools or, or, or races like yours or whatnot. They're, they're very involved and very hands-on.
1: I, I feel like, like I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like, um, Alabama is, just has a lot more races. I mean, I, I think you guys have a lot more races near you or, um, it yes. also it, it feels like it because uh it also seems like you guys have more bike friendly areas than here. In oh, Los I wouldn't Angeles. say that uh, <laughs>
0: well, know, compared it, to us. Yeah. Like
1: near here. It's like you. it just seems like you have I mean, what was I don't even know what that main street was that we were on. But like it had these giant sidewalks with stop signs at the end of every block. And I was just really surprised by that. I felt like that was based on outdoor sports of some kind, at least walking and running. And uh, you know we don't have anything like that here.
3: Well, I mean, St. Louis has a bigger population, and I'm sure there's lots of races around there, but not as and, many as here. But around here, being a little smaller area, we're a little more spread out. It doesn't take far to get out into the sticks. Um, and when you get when you have that kind of space, you can have more cyclists and runners on the road in a, in a safe manner. Um, now, are the are the motorists friendly? No, I would probably <laughs> say they're probably not. Um, Interesting. But, we're I've never ridden of, my bike down. But we're a city of
2: transplants here in Huntsville. And so um, even though we are the uh, second to fattest state in the nation, second only to Mississippi, uh, here in Huntsville, people are pretty pretty much health conscious. And so as such, it seems like that there's a lot of races that end up yeah. going on over here.
3: And for a town this size, I've, I haven't seen this many races in a town this size ever. I mean, when I lived in St. Louis oh. as a youngster.
2: What Dink uh, and Suzanne say about here compared to like Houston, yeah,
3: it's like I mean, there's even more races here than they have in Houston. Um, our local uh, sports shop um, sponsors almost a Every good a good chunk of the good chunk of the races, whether they be road races or or sport races. And like And for
2: a, a city the size that we are, the amount of races that are here it's almost obscene. Yeah, it. it's <laughs> yeah, it's really hard actually to put on an event that there isn't something going on that same weekend somewhere else, almost doing what you're doing or at least. You know, running or
3: something yeah. like that. I mean, we had a race up in Tennessee the week before us. Yeah.
0: So, so I guess if it's the second fattest state, there must be a lot of people going to the same races over and over, or <laughs> yes. a lot of the same people going yes. to all those races. <laughs> you know, it's funny when. Um, oh, we you see caught
2: a few newbies too over at yeah. our race. We're very beginner friendly, so.
0: <laughs> I uh, that's kind of the idea. I when you talk about it being the second fattest state, I I, I told you guys the story, but I will share it here. Like I thought this was a, a funny window into that, because I actually had this thought of like, is this like one of the fattest states? Because mm-hmm. I went to to uh to get a soda from the vending machine <laughs> right. at the hotel yeah. <laughs> and the the soda machine, and it was a newer soda machine, so it wasn't like some old rickety soda machine. we were at a double tree, it's a nice hotel. It was a new soda machine. They had absolutely no diet soda option in that machine <laughs> at all. How
1: many Mountain Dews did they have? They
0: had it was two slots for Pepsi, three for Mountain Dew, and then you guys have something there called Doctor Wham, I <laughs> which I've never heard of. Yeah, uh, that's a real
2: uh, thing? Uh,
0: yeah, I guess it's
2: Doctor Pepper. I guess <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. It, it
0: tastes like a cross between Doctor Pepper and George Michael.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, that's disturbing.
0: Yeah, a <laughs> you go go. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and then there was like a slot for water, but there was no diet soda at all. Wow. Like, that's crazy. Especially when I'm like, but well, this is a hotel. It's tourists. <laughs> <laughs> We're from out of town. We might want to diet.
1: <laughs> totally. Um, so, so, uh, what tips would you give to me for the next race that I'm going to do in general? Um,
3: for the next race. Um, it involve- you're running the
1: race again? You liked it enough to want to do it again? You don't have to be so shocked. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that race for next year. I don't have anything planned for next year. That's uh, a little too far out for me to think too hard about. But, uh, this October, I am going to do, um, the, uh, Heincappe, what is oh, the it? the Grand, name? the Grand Fondo in South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing Ooh. the, the 50 mile version though, because I heard that the 80 mile version has insane, um, Hills and so yeah, we need to not start with that.
3: Um. Well, for, for good for training for a multisport race, like I said, I do the bricks. Um, one thing I noticed while you were running is that you have a fairly long stride for your height. Really, it feels so tiny. Well, I used to run at a cadence of about one fifty or so, and whenever I'd run with Debbie, I'd kind of accelerate away without trying to. It just kind of happened. She's five 5'1", one, I'm five ten, and uh, yeah. so she'd say bye.
1: So, so
3: you know. I, I, just, I fall back and I realized, you know, I'm just going to match her cadence and, and stride. And she runs a naturally perfect 180 cadence. Just oh, bam, it it's is. like perfect. So, I, although I'm slower i I slow. started running at that cadence and shortening my stride. And then over time, I was just able to do that. And I was actually able to lengthen out a little bit. So, I think one of the keys is to, to save your legs is to shorten your stride a little bit, but increase your cadence. Okay. And just just like Matt says on the tread, you know, you put
2: some were, music on that has that kind of a natural running cadence mm-hmm. and trying to run in in time with the music. I think some of Matt's uh, outdoor activity stuff actually has that sort of cadence and it yeah. built into it. So follow that parameter. I think he been like the one of the five K training programs. One of the he 5K talks, yeah, he talk, he talks about it actually
3: in and and uh, during the you know the entire. And it's much less as much less stress on the legs if you mm-hmm. can shorten that cadence. So like that it's amazing how much better I feel on my legs after a run when I've uh, run at a faster cadence and a shorter stride than what I would normally run.
2: And, Interesting. And just get out there and do it. You know, uh, more often than what you probably had been would be my suggestion. You know, the more you do something, the more muscle memory your body will end up developing, and the easier it'll become. So awesome.
3: Now, I, now if they have, if they ever come out with a pillow pool. Oh, um, you could, you could, tra- you could t- totally train for triathlon. Pellet pool. Yeah, I'm like a cool. like an like infinite edge pool with a jet on the one end, so you just keep swimming and you just adjust the jets, and you have like TVs above and below the water.
1: That'd be oh like my so cool. That would be amazing.
2: <laughs> it would be so cool and so expensive. Oh
0: yeah, <laughs> that should be their April Fool's joke next year: is a Peloton pool with like a, the bottom of it is entirely a flat screen where there's instructors telling you. What to do.
3: Stroke, stroke,
2: stroke. And you can have somebody video chat you while you're in the pool. And yeah. then- <laughs> Sorry, I
0: digress. They can, digress. Hi- they can you. <laughs> fin
3: you. It you. It would sure make it hard to cuss out the instructor at that time,
0: wouldn't
1: it? <laughs> That's true. That Hello, pool true. max.
0: <laughs> so uh, what are your leaderboard names?
1: And, and how did you come up with
0: them? And how did you come up with them?
3: Uh, mine's, mine's pretty easy. Mine's Pollywogs. And, uh, well, my Paul E is where, where it comes from. But my grandmother, uh, my dad's mom, started calling me that when I was really little. And,
1: uh, I, he's I the used baby to, of the family. Yeah, I'm the young
3: one in the family. I used <laughs> to hate that name. But, uh, when it came time for the Peloton it's like, you know, let's go with that. I like it. It's kind of it's fun. So it I, I, I stuck with it.
0: That's great. It was either that or Peloton.
1: <laughs>
3: Actually, that crossed my mind. And no <laughs>
1: You looked to see if it was available?
3: Uh-huh.
1: Oh, good. Cause. And it wasn't?
3: Somebody beat you to it? It would have had been a variation of the spelling, but I'm pretty sure it's out there. At least it was at that time. Yeah. Gotcha. Debbie's is really a, oh, well, a cryptic duh. one.
2: Oh, mother of Cats. And I would have been <laughs> a Cats with an S, but that was already taken, so it's Cats with a Z. So I get and- that one. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and I'm a big big Game of Thrones fan, so I love uh, Daenerys Targaryen, the Mother of Dragons. So it's kind of an ode to that Game of Thrones sort of thing.
0: Awesome! You should have showed her your picture of you and Jason Momoa.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got to meet Khal Cal Drago.
0: Aquaman. <laughs> <Rock-o-man.
1: laughs> um. So do you guys have any advice for somebody that's just starting their bike journey, Peloton journey uh, in general?
3: Well, I'd probably start by saying uh, don't worry about the leaderboard so much. Minimize it. Um, I mean, we all start somewhere on this journey. I mean, yep. our my level of fitness isn't the same as Debbie's and isn't the same as yours or the person who's doing their first ride after listening to this podcast. Um, or it's, it's it's their number.
2: And then also set up the bike correctly. Uh, I can't stress how much you feel better when you're set, when the bike is set up comfortably for you. Like for me, an outdoor cyclist, uh, spend that time, set it up correctly. Also, a good pair of bike shorts would be good, yeah. you know, because you're going to get sore in the nether regions. <laughs> yeah, I
3: know, I know Christine derrick I think that's the right way to say that. Yep. Derek. yep, Um, She has a video up on Facebook on how to go through setting up the bike. Um, and I've seen it done before, and I've basically made a little string with a actually an old um bearing from from, no it's an old bearing from the first set of bearings i replaced on the peloton and i use that to hang from my knee to make sure that my foot's in the right position so i can adjust my seat height and forward Mm -hmm. and backward
2: so spend Um, a little time set it up mm -hmm. and um get out there and do it just like anything else you know repetitive sort of thing start off small small goals get on the peloton for five minutes see what you do a low impact ride for 10 minutes uh um do some of the introductory things you know right for fun right for fun and uh, the one thing that, the best thing about peloton is there's an instructor for everybody um uh, i really enjoyed taking the parazone classes with matt uh and dennis but uh Not everybody likes that kind of structure. And some people want a cheerleader. You know, Um, they don't want to hear be called boo by, you know, Cody or, (laughs) you know, inspirational words by Christine. You know, Uh, that lady is something else when it comes to, you know, talking about words matter. Positive messages. Yeah, very positive messages. Well, They're all pretty positive. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you know, her her content always has something to Mm do with that, you know. I am I can I will I do and it's it's the words that you say to yourself that you believe so
0: so uh, how can people find you guys on social media and and if they if you would like to be found and uh, how can people find out more about your race I'm assuming that you're okay with people doing that part of this
3: oh I would I would <laughs> love to have more people come to the race um, I have some ideas for next year that we're still working out and it could make it it could make it really interesting but as far as social media goes um, I think Facebook is really about all we've got um, just, I'm
2: uh, old enough. I don't. I don't know any all that other stuff. Yeah, Instagrams and <laughs> Twitter,
3: twitters, and, and I don't know whatever else. I don't know what else there is. Yeah, just Paul Erickson <laughs> on Facebook, and uh, I'm on the Parazon Pack Facebook page, and some of the instructor pages, like um, Dennis and Matts, and uh, I'm not sure who else. But that Facebook's really about it. But as far as the race goes, um, our, our our club's website is a Team Rocket Try.
2: Dot
3: org TRI yeah, tri.org I um, think you can see all of our different races and when when they're scheduled uh, my race is always in the first or second weekend in April depending on when some of the other big races around here are um, charities will sometimes change up a little bit but money still all goes to charities so uh, any pelotonians want to come down for my race next year I'd be happy to set up a peloton division for you And have our own little leaderboard going on just for the Peloton races if they want to do that. Oh, that that would be
1: really cool. That'd be kind of fun to do. Wear the
3: road rider jerseys or whatever, and
1: make it fun. Absolutely. Awesome. That's great.
0: Well, we will remind people about that as the time gets closer. Absolutely. So you're going to come next year. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well i can't commit at this very second because next year is a very long way away and i don't know what life's gonna bring what are you giving me that look for well, no i
0: was just gonna say and a lot of the hinges on like it worked out well this year because we didn't have the kids yeah so.
1: exactly bring with and it. so yeah don't think and help
3: serve pancakes
0: <laughs> there'd be none left
1: i know brian loves pancakes he would just sit there and eat them all um well that's a lot to eat i don't even know if brian could do that but uh At any rate, I am definitely not saying no because I did have a lot of fun. Tom and I both did, and we might even be able to work it out even if we did have the kids, but there's a lot of different moving pieces with that. So I cannot, I cannot commit at this time, but I would like to. That is for sure.
0: It's on our radar. A lot, it also depends on if I have a big concert. If all of a sudden we, you know, land Pearl Jam or something, I got to go to work
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I got to go meet Pearl Jam. Yeah.
0: But uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to uh, to talk to us today. We really appreciate
1: yes, it. Yes. And thank you guys for being such great hosts yes, while we were in Alabama. Nice. It was very well, nice to hang out down. with you. It was really nice to be able
2: to
3: meet you. Yeah. We loved having you come down. It was, it was a fun time. Heck, yeah, we had, we had again, but it was still fun. Yeah, I'm I'm we
2: had fun.
1: I'm glad it's behind me, though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Until next year.
1: Yeah. 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 Now it's in front of you. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, the next one's in front of us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a good evening. Thanks, thanks see you too. Thanks, Chris. to you later. You're bye. welcome. Bye bye. Here's today's recipe for success.
0: So do the uh Ericsons have a recipe? Yeah. Should I say the Ericsons or is it just her?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know because Paul emailed it to me. Okay. So I don't know who is does it, it. I don't I don't want to make any assumptions. If it and if it's They not, make it
0: together. If it's not Then I say we delete The
1: whole thing It's not pancakes What the hell Ericssons? Okay but Listen to this title Tom Okay Soft and chewy Chocolate chip cookies I retract everything I just said With pecans and walnuts But those are optional Tom Okay And at least that's not
0: At least they didn't take I I will say at least They didn't take a chocolate chip cookie And like try and make it healthy Okay Like you know Like Norrell it's like Oh but you know With extra bran yeah. Or riboflavin I don't even know what would be healthy I but, don't either I mean I don't
1: think Riboflavin's probably not a thing I think I think that's naturally occurring okay <laughs> I don't know I Don't either I don't know what we're talking about Cookies. But <laughs> well this is a great cookie recipe we've got all Purpose flour baking soda salt unsalted butter brown sugar granulated sugar uh, we've got some eggs Room temperature, Hmm. Uh, vanilla, and then we've got semi-sweet chocolate chips and chopped pecans or walnuts. And I'm not going to go through the entire instructions because it's several steps, but also you kind of get the idea of what we're doing with cookies. Right. So I'm going to put it up on the website at some point because I'm super behind just to be incredibly transparent. (laughs) And uh, we'll get to it, but this looks amazing. So if you need that recipe in the meantime, let me know and I will email it to you.
0: And access to those recipes will cost you only (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know.
0: So, uh, what do you have in store for people next week?
1: Well, we're going to be on vacation.
0: Oh, that's right. So, so you, you I don't want-
1: know what we're going to have in store. We may have uh, some kind of news. We may have nothing. We might. I don't know.
0: Have a full fledged episode. There's no telling. Yeah. It's it just depends on a lot of things. Our mood on vacation. It
1: really does. Yeah. My my focus is on relaxing.
0: So if it so if you would like to know if the chances of you receiving an episode next week are increasing. Keep an eye on the weather in Mexico. <laughs> if it rains, then you'll probably get an episode.
1: Specifically, Cancun. Correct. I mean, because they're going to be like, "Well, wait, where?" Yeah, it's you a, know, it's a big country. <laughs> it is a big country, it's a whole
0: big place. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, until then. Where can people find you? Not counting Cancun Please don't find us in Cancun
1: No, that would be weird People can find me at facebook.com Crystal D. O'Keefe They can find me on Twitter, Instagram, the bike And of course the tread at Clipout Crystal
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Hubert Or on Facebook at slash Tom O'Keefe You can find the show online at slash The Clipout uh, And of course uh, while you're there you can like the page and join the group to stay up to date on all the fun drama throughout the week. So uh, there that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in and until next time, keep pedaling
1: and running. Set yourself free